1970 image of Elvis Presley meeting President Richard Nixon in the White House is the most requested photo from the entire National Archives. This is Simple Joe for Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. Of all the pictures in the National Archives, of all the photographs in the National Archives, Elvis meeting President Nixon is the most requested photo. That's really, that's really interesting. I guess you got this, uh, on the right-hand side, you got this flamboyant Elvis Presley. On the, on the left-hand side, you have President Nixon in his suit and tie. And I've seen this picture, President Nick- Nixon in his suit and tie and kind of stodgy President Nixon and you got flamboyant dressed Elvis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is an interesting, interesting picture. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. Today, we're going to look at the weather in Urbandale, Iowa. And it's Thursday, so it's the day for random questions where I grab questions at random off the internet and try to answer them off the cuff, improvisationally, off the hip, whatever you want to say just to see where the conversation leads us, right? Often I I learn uh, a lot about myself answering those questions. Thinking, man, Joe, you didn't, I didn't know you had that opinion. <laughs> so, and also coming up is the often requested and the very popular, much, much more. So for my friends in or near Urbandale, Iowa, you're going to see a high of negative two, a high of negative two and a low of negative 11. Yes. Yes, negative two and negative 11 for the high and low with snow. You got some snow coming your way. I think there's a winter storm advisory or winter storm warning there in uh, in Urbandale or in that area, right? So cold and snowy today. How about the preparing for Christmas? Looks like you're you're going to have a, a white Christmas because if even if it does, uh, and it's not going to warm up as I look at the forecast here. So you're going to have a white Christmas there. Urbandale, uh, Urbandale, Iowa, in that whole area. Negative two and negative 11 today with snow. Negative one and negative five tomorrow with overcast skies. Ooh, and a warm up. Seven degrees and negative seven on Saturday. A chilly one for you there, Urbandale, Iowa. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Stay warm. And I am so grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 44 and a low of negative two. So we're, we're, we're kind of fighting for you there. Uh, Urbandale, right? We're kind of we're kind of hanging in there with you. <laughs> negative two, 44 degrees for the high and negative two for the low today uh, here in Cincinnati. And uh, with rain, we got some rain coming today. Partly sunny. I mean, overcast skies tomorrow, five and two. It's pretty cold. Five and two is pretty cold tomorrow. And Saturday, partly sunny skies with 16 and six for the high and low. So 44 today, negative two, five and negative five and two tomorrow and 16 and six on Saturday. In 1945, Diane Sawyer was born, newscaster from 60 Minutes in ABC's primetime. Uh, Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick, great, interesting, eccentric guitar player, Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick, born today in 1946. Maurice and Robin Gibb from the Bee Gees were born today in 1949. We lost Maurice in 2003 and we lost Robin 
in 2022, and I didn't know until just now or didn't remember until just now that they are twins. Somehow that slipped by me. So if I did this show last year, and I did on December 22nd or the year before on December 22nd, is this my third? Would this, would this be my third? I guess it would be. No. Anyway, I'm not going to go down that road. But I, I don't remember Maurice Gibb and Robin Gibb being twins. I, I'm sure, I'm sure I, I knew it at some point, and I just don't remember. But anyway, lost Marie and Maurice in 2003 and lost Robin in 2002. Actor Ralph Fennis was born today in 1962, making him 60 years old. Jordan Sparks, that great singer from American Idol, uh, born today in 1989. And Megan Trainer. What about that bass? Was that her song? <laughs> what about the bass? Or how about the bass? Or nothing but the bass? <laughs> what is that? I don't, rem- I don't remember the song, but something about bass. She won the Grammy. I think she won a Grammy for that. I'm not sure if that's why she won the Grammy, but yeah. 1993, Megan Trainer. Happy birthday. Today is Forefathers Day. December 22nd is Forefathers Day. This is the day that we celebrate the landing on uh, of the pilgrims on Plymouth Rock. It's National Regifting Day, so today's the day to kind of get those gifts that you've been saving all year that you've not used, those gift cards or that thing in the box that that you got last year, and wrap it up and pass pass the love along, right? Pass it along. What do you regift? I I, I do regift gift cards sometimes. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'll I'll regift gift cards if it's a card that I'm I know I'm not going to use. Like if somebody gives me a a gift card for some obscure restaurant in an area that I'm never going to go to. Uh, I may regift that. And that happens a lot in my business. Cause you get gift cards from customers and clients uh, all across the country. And they just figure that Jack's chicken wings are nationwide. And so they give you a $50 gift card to Jack's chicken wings in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, or in, or in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You're like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to. I'll rarely go there. So maybe I'll find somebody. But what good does it do you to re-gift it, re-gift Jack's chicken wings? And I don't know if there's a Jack's chicken wings. I'm sure there is. Uh, to somebody you know, if unless they live in that area. So I'll, I will re-gift gift cards sometimes. But yeah, today is National Regifting Day. Do you re-gift? I'll bet you do. I'll bet you have. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe maybe that's kind of low class. I don't know. I've done it. National Date Nut Bread Day. National Date Nut Bread Day. I've never had date nut bread, but it sounds awesome. So celebrate National Date Nut Bread. So National Forefathers Day or or Forefathers Day, National Regifting Day, and National Date Nut Bread Day. If these days mean anything to you, I hope you celebrate. I hope you celebrate in a way that only National Regifting Day can bring joy to you. I didn't say that right. I got to figure out a way to better say that. I like how I like what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think it's funny. I like what I'm trying to say, but sometimes it just doesn't flow right. So I mean, I need to practice that. But today is also Thursday, the day for random questions. This is the day that I grab questions off the internet at random to answer them improvisationally off the cuff and uh, just see where that that thought takes us. Like I said before, oftentimes I learn a lot by, a lot a lot about myself. Uh, and if you answer these questions, you'll probably learn a lot about yourself too. So how about this? How about you go through the questions with me? And then and then if there's a particular question that stands out to you that you have an interesting answer for, send me a text or email me. 
513-399-6468 or joe at thesimplejoe.com joe at thesimplejoe.com or text me at 513-399-6468 and you can leave a voicemail message on that number as well so if you're so inclined to leave a voicemail message uh maybe we'll use it we'll use it uh in the show so that would be cool too so let's start off with thursday's random questions would you rather have neighbors who were nosy or neighbors who were oh okay would you rather have neighbors who were noisy or neighbors who were nosy neighbors that are all up in my business wondering what I'm doing looking through my looking through my windows asking questions about me or noisy neighbors this is a tough one mm, what's more annoying what's most annoying between the two i would say i would rather have noisy neighbors depends on the noise level right i mean if it's if it's a music style that I hate blaring all the time, but if there's just racket or nosy neighbors and what's the extent of the nosiness? I mean, are they knocking on my door every day? What are you doing today? What are you doing today? What are you doing today? Hey, you got some mail. I picked up your mail for you. You got a, you got a bill from the, from the electric company <laughs> you know, <laughs> or asking questions, looking out their blinds. I, I don't know what does, what constitutes a nosy neighbor? This would be a tough one for me. Uh, so, Let's go to the extremes and say it's just super, super loud or super, super nosy. I might take the nosy neighbor versus the noisy neighbor because I can engage the nosy neighbor and consider it almost like a, a joust, right? A game. I could gamify that. Uh, I wouldn't want to gamify a noisy neighbor and try to outdo them just by playing loud music or being noisy myself, but I could gamify a nosy neighbor. That might be a little fun, actually. That might be a little fun. So would you rather have neighbors who are noisy or neighbors who are nosy? I'm going to pick the nosy neighbor. What is the best role model a person could have? The best role model a person could have. So is it talking about people in their lives or a business role model or a personal role model? I would say the best role model a person could have is a good, loving, compassionate, uh, engaged mother and father, both mother and father. Uh, I'm not going to separate the role, those roles, uh, a compassionate, engaged, um, mother and father, a patient, <laughs> empathetic mother and father, uh, engaged mother and father. I think that's the best role model, role model a person could have, uh, because the mother and father typically are the, are the people, uh, they have the most interaction with, uh, I don't know, you get into school and if they're in public school, you have school teachers. Uh, but still, I think the, the biggest impact is a mother and father. And so if somebody's going to be a good role model, the best role model a person could have would be a mother or father, mother and father, a mother and father, both. Uh, I've also heard it said that the best role model you can have is the person that you want to be 10 years from now. So if you think forward at the person you want to be 10 years from now, what kind of person, what kind of advice would that person give you? What kind of, what kind of guidance would that person give you? What kind of person would that be that you could role model af after the, the person that you want to be 10 years from now, who is the best role model a person could have? So I'm going to answer that two ways. Who is the best role model a person could have? I think clearly to me, a good mother and father, a good, engaged, engaged, empathetic, patient, 
understanding, but engaged mother and father. Um, the second one would be the person that you want to be 10 years from now. That Those would be the best role models I could have. So hope I, I clearly answered that question. Who do you go out of your way to be nice to? Who do you go out of your way to be nice to? Well, let's, let, let's first make this clear. When I'm on the road, I find it very difficult to be nice to people who are just blowing by me and, and not following the rules of the road, according to what I think the rules of the road are. And I'm not talking necessarily the, the, um, the, the laws, just the general, what I think, what I think should be accepted rules of the road. But so I'm eliminating those people, but who do you go out of your way to be nice? Who do you go out of your way to be nice to? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of chivalrous to be honest with you. I mean, I will get up, uh, I will, I will give my seat up to uh, a woman that comes on the bus or um, I rarely ride the bus. I'm thinking when I think about bus, I think about shuttle buses that take, that take me to and from the airport. Uh, if I'm on a, if I'm in a, uh, any situation like that where you're sitting and waiting at a doctor's office or something like that. And a woman, uh, or an older woman will come in. I will always give my seat to that person. Um, yeah, I, I might, I might do it even if there's seats open, right. Just to show it. I don't know, but clearly if there's no other seats open, I will give that uh, to a, to an older woman. Uh, I would come, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of chivalrous that way. I'm not being braggadocious when I say that. I just, I know I'm, I'm that way. Uh, I try to be nice to most people and everybody, but who do I go out of my way to be nice to? Uh, my grandkids, right? <laughs> yeah, I would say my grandkids. I go out of my way. I go to extraordinary lengths <laughs> to be nice to them and to give them what they want. I, I, I do. I try to be nice to everybody. Uh, I try to be kind to everybody. And, and I hope that doesn't sound braggadocious or like I'm breaking my arm off to pat myself on the back, but I, I genuinely do. I have a difficult time on the road. I have a difficult time with rude people who I perceive are being rude. Uh, but I, I think most people, I, I, I will go out of my way to be nice to, but uh, I would say my, I go out of my way to be nice to my grandkids. That's, that's why I go out of my way to be nice to. What do you think? would be humanity's reaction to the discovery of extraterrestrial life. Well, that's a long question. What do you think would be humanity's reaction to the discovery of extraterrestrial life? Okay. So I'm going to make some assumptions. I think that people will start to question. Uh, let's assume right now they're not, they're not killing us, right? Because the, that, then that reaction, they're not trying to kill us or eat us or take us in for, for science, their own scientific study with, probes and needles and bright lights and stuff like that. Let's assume all that stuff is not happening. They're just here, right? They're here to kind of say, hi, how you doing? Um, we're from planet, whatever. As, as long as they're not dangerous, I think people will start to question their religion. I think that might happen because there seems to be a special place for, uh, uh, for earth. Because, I mean, in, let's talk about the Bible. The, the, the Bible talks about creating the earth itself and creating man. Uh, I don't think there's any, I, I wouldn't have that reaction. I, if, if extraterrestrial life, so this is interesting. I, I, maybe I read this wrong. What do you think would be humanity's reaction to the discovery of extraterrestrial life? So immediately I thought a visitor from another planet. But 
We could dis- we could discover it ourselves. We could discover. And what is life? I mean, is or is life microbes? Is is that the meaning of life? Not the meaning of life, but is that the definition of life? Uh, just small microbes somewhere, or would the definition to be a sentient being capable of communicating with us? I'm going to assume the latter. All right. And I'm also going to assume that they came here just for the sake of this question. I think people would question their, their faith or their religion uh, because there's, there's something about thinking that earth is the only place that God made to put human beings and, and put life. I don't necessarily believe that. I don't know if I believe in extraterrestrial life. I, I find it hard to believe that there's this whole universe and there's only us, right? I find it. I find that very hard to believe, but I also find it hard to believe if there is this whole universe and there's not only us, well, where, where are the other, where is the other life, right? The extraterrestrial life. But what do you think would be humanity's reaction to the discovery of extraterrestrial life? So I'm going to assume that they come here, right? They visit us. They're friendly to a certain extent. But we now know that we're not alone in this universe. Definitively, we're not alone in this universe. I think people would question their faith, maybe their religion a bit. Uh, But also, if they're friendly and they're just here, I think we would be surprised at how quickly we adjust to it. By how quickly we just say, okay, well, there, there they are. I need to move on with my life. I still need to pay my bills. I still need to go to work. You know, it'll be, a, it'll be the most amazing news story ever, right? Um, but I, I think that generally people will be amazed in the beginning. It'll be, it would be an incredible news story. But I think very shortly people will just be kind of, okay, well, I guess I'm going to work tomorrow or next week or whatever, just and move on with their lives. They may follow the the they may follow the the government's uh, interaction or the military's interaction or science science's interaction uh, at some level, but I think people will just go on with their lives. I really do. I think they'll just go on with their lives in very short in a very short period of time. I'm talking about weeks, maybe less. I think that they'll read the news story, they'll be interested in it, they'll it'll be the top news story for months, right? Maybe maybe longer, but and at at a certain level, people will follow the news story about it. Uh, and, but as long as they're not as long as they're not uh, dangerous, I think people will just go on with their lives. What are some things you've had to unlearn? Some things I've had to unlearn. Well, I guess this comes with maturity, right? I've, I've had to I've had to unlearn that I'm right. <laughs> about most things. Cause I'm not, uh, I've had to unlearn, uh, I've had to unlearn bad eating habits, like really, really bad eating habits. Uh, I've got, and I, sometimes I, I will drop back to those, those habits again, but I've had to unlearn some really bad eating habits. I've had to unlearn, uh, some ideas about what a, uh, what it is to be a father, right? I, you know, I had an, I had a certain example for a dad and, uh, and I've had to unlearn some of those things. Uh, I've had to unlearn, gosh, I mean, there's, this could be a, a, a deep, deep list. So those are some of the things that just come off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, this could get this could get really deep. This could be a really good conversation about things we we've had to unlearn. I might make a note of this, uh, uh, and and maybe make this a show by itself or something. There's something here to that question that has struck me deeply right now uh, about things that we have to that we had to unlearn. So yeah, I mean, bad eating habits. You know what it means to be a father from the example that my father was, and my father was a decent dad, very hardworking. He worked three jobs and uh, he wasn't around a lot, but there were some things there, right? We all have those things that we learn from our parents that we find out, eh, probably not the best thing. I need to unlearn that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've had to unlearn that I'm not always right. Uh, I kind of had that. I had a little arrogance in me when I was younger that, listen, I, 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 I'm right here. I'm I'm right. It whatever whatever seemed to make make sense to me in my mind at that time was the right universal thing that was correct, no matter what. If it made you're wrong, I'm right. I had to unlearn that. I had to unlearn that when I was when I was a younger adult. So yeah, but I like this question. What are some things you've had to unlearn? Yeah, that 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 could be that could be a deep, deep conversation. So those are the questions for the week uh, for Thursday's random questions. Uh, uh, just to run through them again, in case you want to answer them yourself and let me know your answers. Would you rather have neighbors who were nosy or neighbors who were noisy? What is the best role model a person could have? Who do you go out of your way to be nice to? What do you think would be humanity's reaction to the discovery of extraterrestrial life? And what are some things you've had to unlearn? You know, I want to make something clear about, about that question. And when I was talking about my dad, my dad was a good man, hardworking, loyal. Uh, he, he, I learned much of my, what I, what I think about chivalry from him. I don't want to get, I don't want to get any of that lost in the sauce when I made some comments, but there are some things I had to unlearn, right? I had, I had to unlearn some things, uh, that I learned from my interaction with my dad. I'll just leave that as it is. But my dad was a good man and he was hardworking and loved his family and was loyal, right? So I just want to make sure that's that's clear. We're going to wrap it up right there. Tomorrow is top 10 TV Christmas episodes, the top 10 TV Christmas episodes. And uh, this suggestion comes from my pal, Andy Hoffman, top 10 TV Christmas episodes. And I've got a couple top 10 episode suggestions that have come my way over the past few weeks. And, uh, we're, we'll definitely, we'll definitely explore, explore those as we come into, uh, as we wrap up the year and into, into next year. So, but tomorrow is going to be top 10 TV Christmas episodes, and we'll look at the weather in London, England. If you want to give me your thoughts on the show, I would love to hear from you. Email me joe at the simple joe.com or send me a text at 513-399-6468. That's 513-399-6468. If you just want to say hi, I would love to hear from you. But if you want to give me your answers to the to today's random questions, I would love that. If you email me, just send me your, your answers. If you text me, you know, do the best you can to, to get your thumbs going there <laughs> and text me. Uh, but if you want to leave a voicemail, 513-399-6468 can accept voicemails. And uh, I might I might just play it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you like listening to the show, will you do me a favor? Will you share it with your friends on social media? Use the hashtag simple Joe is my friend. Hashtag simple Joe 
is my friend. By the way, our, our UK correspondent, Kevin Curtis Allen, sent me some really interesting information on the, uh, on the news story about the girl who was cured from leukemia in that CRISPR, uh, that, that CRISPR technology. Thank you for sending that, sending that Kevin. I appreciate it. And I will, I will lose that. Yeah, I will lose that. I will use that information on a show next week. I think it's really worthy of, of dig, digging deeper in this. The story about this girl is just heartfelt. I mean, just heartfelt. It'll, 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 it'll tug at those heartstrings. So thank you, Kevin, for sending that. I certainly, I certainly appreciate that, that information. And I will use it in a, probably a show next week. Uh, like I said, if you like listening to the show, do me a favor and use the hashtag simple Joe is my friend, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Those are the ones that I check most often. Here we go. It is the Thursday before Christmas time to wrap up that last minute shopping. I know I'm going to do some last minute shopping, so I'm going to have to keep in mind myself that memories are better than stuff, right? I'm, I'm not going to get caught up in that mess. Uh, I, I, I go overboard with my grandkids a bit. I'll just be very honest with you. And I've said that before. Uh, but listen. Sit down, sit down today or tomorrow. If you're off work uh, before Christmas here, sit down, make a list of the people that you need to reconnect with. Maybe some people that you're estranged from. Make a list of the people that you want to see over this next week or so and spend time with the people who love you and the people who you love. Beyond the, you know, the immediate family, maybe pick two or three people that you just want to reconnect with. And make memories with them. Even if, even if the memory is that first, that first conversation that you've had with them in 10 or 20 years, make great memories, make legendary moments, right? Moments of lore that people will tell for generations and decades to come because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you later. Take care. Take care.